You're listening to the Odyssey out loud. I'm Anna Katerina. Episode 1. Council of the Gods. Tell me about him, Muse. That man. That much-turned, much-traveled, much-wandering man. That shifty, versatile, wily, and what's the most recent addition to the list? Complicated man? That polytropon man? Tell me about him. But the muse says, I don't want to. I gave the story already. Go home. Go evoke someone else. Everyone wants the copyright. I already gave the copyright. It's been done before. Not the muse's fault the language died. Not her fault you didn't learn it. Not her fault you aren't Greek. Not her fault translation is an art and not a science. I want to know the first bad rendition of this story. I want to know the nursery rhyme, tall tale, inspiration, because inspired by Homer isn't the same thing as inspiring Homer. I'm not going to get this right. It can't be the same. I'm coming from somewhere else. Whatever inspired him, I can only try to get at it. There's a little ego involved in that. If you're going to take a shot at retelling this story, at retelling any story, you have to assume that you have something to bring to it. You have to assume that whatever is inspiring you is actually compelling. Storytelling, inspiration, is a kind of physics. We're all coming from somewhere else. We're all bringing our own impetus, our own direction, and this story's about physics. This story's about some unstoppable forces meeting a movable object, a movable man, a talk-his-way-out-of-anything-knows-all-the-back-roads sort of man. It's about the trajectory out of Troy, and no one had a good trajectory. It's about a man. A man who wandered much, very much, after he sacked the holy citadel of Troy. He saw cities. He knew the minds of many men. He suffered many things in his heart upon the sea. And when I say heart, I mean this thing called thumos, this thing which leaps into your throat. He suffered many things. Shouldering the weight of his own soul and the homecoming of his men, but he couldn't save them. And he wanted to. His friends were idiots. More than idiots, they were napiotic, which is to say something between child and stupid. Their own daring destroyed them. They ate the sun god's cattle, so he deprived them of their homecoming day. Watch that word. It's going to show up a lot. Homecoming, in this case, nostos. And you're probably more familiar with that word than you think. You've probably used it. It's one half of nostalgia. The other half being pain. A portmanteau for exiles and immigrants. 
Nostalgia is not really about missing home. It's a little more active than that. It's the pain involved in getting home. Anyway, that's where we begin. Far from home. So, from whatever source you want, Goddess, God's daughter, tell me about it. Here's where we start. Everyone else, everyone who'd avoided sheer destruction, was at home. They'd escaped both war and the sea. Odysseus alone, longing for his homecoming, longing for his wife, was kept back in the hollow caves of the lady nymph Calypso, goddess of goddesses. She wanted him to be her husband. But then, after a long time had cycled round, a year came when the gods spun his homeward journey to Ithaca. Though not even there with his loved ones would he be safe from conflict. The gods were all sorry for him, except for Poseidon. Until the moment God-vying Odysseus reached land, Poseidon raged vehemently against him. And when I say God-vying, I mean Antitheos. I mean Odysseus lines himself up against the gods. Opposed, against, but not hostile. That's important. He's God-competitive, God-aiming. And so long as he was at sea, Poseidon gave him grief. But Poseidon was a long way away, visiting the Ethiopians, a far-flung people divided in two, some to the west where Hyperion sinks and some to the east where he rises. He was there, enjoying the feast and the sacrifices, in this case hecatombs, which is to say the sacrifice of a very great number, hundreds of bulls and rams. And everyone else was gathered in the halls of Olympian Zeus. The father of men and of gods began the debate. He had something on his mind. Someone on his mind. Irreproachable Aegisthus, whom world-renowned Orestes, the son of Agamemnon, had slain. Remembering him, Zeus spoke to the immortals. This is unbelievable. Mortals have started to blame the gods for everything. They say trouble comes from us, but it's their own recklessness that brings them more than their fair share of pain. Just now, Aegisthus, of his own free will, married the wife of Atreides Agamemnon, then killed him when he came home. He knew this would bring sheer destruction. We'd told him it would. We sent sharp-sighted Hermes, the swift slayer of Argus, and he told him not to pursue Atreides' wife or, for that matter, kill him. Vengeance would come. From Atreides' son, Orestes, when he grew up and missed his homeland? With the very best intentions, Hermes explained this to him, but he didn't change Aegisthus' mind, so now he's paid for it. Then the goddess, bright-eyed Athena, answered him. Highest lord, our father Cronides, that one deserved his destruction. And just so may anyone else be destroyed who does those kind of things. However... My heart burns on account of warlike wise Odysseus, the ill-fated one. He's miserable. 
He's been away from his loved ones for a long time. He's stuck out at sea. He's trapped on a wooded island at the very center of the ocean, the home of a goddess. The daughter of vindictive Atlas, who knows the depths of all the seas and holds the great pillars that keep heaven and earth apart. She's imprisoned this unfortunate, grieving man. She keeps trying with gentle, persuasive words to charm him into forgetting Ithaca. But Odysseus... Longing to see the hearth smoke rising from his homeland? He'd rather die. So, Olympian? Do you not care about him anymore? Didn't Odysseus please you when he offered sacrifices beside the Argive ships in wide Troy? Tell me, Zeus, why do you hate him so much now? Then Zeus, the cloud-gatherer, replied, my child, what just came out of your mouth? How could I forget godlike Odysseus? He's got the best mind out of mortal men, and he gives the best sacrifices to the immortal gods which hold wide heaven. But here's the thing. Earth-holding Poseidon remains stubborn, furious on behalf of the Cyclops whose eye Odysseus blinded. God-vying Polyphemus, the strongest of all the Cyclops, he's Poseidon's son, the nymph Thoosa bore him, the daughter of Phorkys, the ruler of the barren sea. In hollow caves she slept with Poseidon, and now, while the Earthshaker doesn't kill Odysseus for Polyphemus' sake, he does drive him away from his fatherland. But all right. Let's all turn our minds to his homecoming like he wants. Poseidon will let go of his anger. There's no way he'll be able to go against all the immortals and quarrel against the will of the gods alone. Then the goddess, bright-eyed Athena, answered him. Highest lord, our father Cronides, if this sounds good to the blessed gods that ingenious Odysseus should go home, then we should spur the messenger Hermes, swift slayer of Argus, to the island of Ogygia, to quickly tell the fair-haired nymph our unerring will, the return of steadfast Odysseus, so that he may go. But all head to Ithaca, to fire up his son and put a purpose in his heart. I'll have him call an assembly of the long-haired Achaeans and speak to the suitors, who keep slaughtering his crowds of sheep and ambling curve-horned oxen. I'll send him to Sparta and Sandy Pylos to learn about his dear father's homecoming. Hopefully he'll hear something, as well as gain a good reputation among men. That's what she said. Then she bound her fine sandals under her feet, divine, golden, which carry her over water and boundless earth with the breath of the wind. She seized a sturdy spear, edged with keen bronze, long, heavy, and strong. Daughter of a mighty father, equipped to conquer whole legions of men, of heroes, should she choose. You've been listening to The Odyssey Out Loud. I'm Anna Katerina. You can learn more and listen to new episodes at theodysseyoutloud.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash odysseyoutloud. 
Thank you for listening.